episode four. We live, baby. We live. Welcome back to the listeners. Uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Drawling Ass Dads podcast. Official name. I like that. It sounds good to be able to say it on the podcast. <laughs> you know what it makes does. it sound even better? You know, we might as well let everybody in on it now. Y'all might be sounding like, damn, they sound so much more crisp and they sharp. They sharp. Smooth. Like, you know, it's something about just the, the atmosphere they're in. It's mm. because we are officially have moved into our permanent spot of the drawling ass dungeon. Yep. Um, you know, we, we, we got we got our own space. We are, you know, uh Nipsey Hustle's dream, you know, we owning our own masters. Yo. We out here, baby. hundred percent we started Rockefeller, yo. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, man. We <laughs> yeah. got it. We got Three mics, we got podcast microphones and but arms. Most importantly, and... in my opinion, mm-hmm. we have alcohol. Oh. Got the lick. <laughs> the sipping. This is it's nice. That's the, the best part of it. <laughs> it's the, when you got your own, look, you feel like hove. You know what I mean? You got your ace of spades. It just feels good, man. This Listen, is me. Man, it's good to have some alcohol to, to vibe out with. <laughs> so. Again, this is the fourth episode, uh, but this is the first episode in our brand new space with our own podcast equipment. We self-sufficient. I mean, we out here building like like Nipsey, building our whole empire. So what's good, fellas? Um, what's new? It's been a couple of weeks since we've been together. I think two two whole weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. two whole weeks. Um, just as a quick update... Last time we talked, we talked about a football game when I was uh, mm. slewed into watching. Um, How'd that go for you? We're just going to throw it out there. Titans lost on some Ooh. bullshit. But guess what? You know what? Friendship mm. is essential to the soul. Kinship. Mm. And Titans lost, but we had a good time. Got the fin. But the crazy thing is, I got to throw this out there, though, and I got to give credit where credit is due. Ismail was actually not a hater during the game. He was not. It was another friend of ours. Mm, mm. I won't name his name, but he's expecting his first child too. Mm. Congratulations to you, but you're a motherfucking hater, and that's why the Falcons lost in their Super Bowl the after being up twenty-eight to three. Ooh, talk you about know it. who you are. So, lost to the Patriots. What a beautiful time. You still my nigga, but I love you, bro. But yeah, fuck you, dog. So, <laughs> so Corey, does that mean that I can get an apology? Because mm. you talked pretty filthily. About we actually me. have you on tape. Like legit, we can run back. An episode. So, um, you know what? Honestly, I will actually absolutely not fucking give an apology <laughs> because text messages that were sent to me after this game were fucking full of hateration. Episode so, four, absolutely, Petty, absolutely not. Petty Papas. <laughs> Petty Papas. Boom. You heard the name here Ridiculous. first. Well, you'll see the name Ooh, first. Petty but. Papas. I like that. Unbelievable. Something coming in later. Yeah. Yeah. See? Real, real shit. Wow. But yeah, no, so um, it has. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, you know, yeah, the Titans, terrible, terrible mm. game. Uh, terrible, terrible. Good football terrible in the playoffs, game. though. I mean, for our football fans, very yeah. good football the last few weeks. Um, as of right now, what, Bengals? Uh, Bengals, Rams. Rams, Rams, Super Bowl. Rams, yeah. yep. 49ers took an L. Sorry to a few of our friends. Uh, so real quick. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Shot. So real quick, because this will come after it. the winner will be probably uh, crowned. Who are we taking to win the Super Bowl? Who you got? Let's start. Ishmael, who you got? So, I got the Rams. Uh, okay. I think that the Rams, I'm, I guess I would say I'm rooting for the Rams. I'm a Von Miller Broncos fan. There we go. So, Von Miller on the Rams, I want to see him get his second ring and then make a U-turn and come on back to Denver mm. next season. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen, I don't know the line, and I do plan to place a bet. I'm putting bread on the Bengals like I want. 
I would love to see they make a little come up off my man Joe Burrow. And okay. I, I just think his story is super dope. So it'd be yeah. dope to see the Bengals win it, John. But I got the Rams. The Rams should win this game, I think. Okay. Easily. Um, CJ, what you got? <sighs> my heart's telling me. Excuse me. My brain's telling me the Rams, but my heart's telling me the Bengals. I just feel like, again, personally, I want Aaron Donald and Odell Beckham to win the Super Bowl. I would just yeah. love Odell Beckham. He's one of the players I actually like at football-wise. Um, I would love to have him to win the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, arguably the greatest defensive player besides um, Lawrence to play yeah. football. Yeah. And But I just feel like, again, that Joe Burrow story, that he is just yeah. out of LSU. It would just be a great story. And also, for him just to be in the Super Bowl is just amazing. Crazy. So it'd be a great story. And again, with the GOAT, sorry, Peso, retiring. Yeah. I mean, it would just it would be a great great story. I think him him winning the Super Bowl. Okay, all right. So I think I think we're all kind of and probably all of America is probably saying the same thing right now is that your mind is telling you the Rams. I'm going to go along with you on that and saying, but you know, you win. This is probably if not one of the greatest underdog we'll say stories that doesn't feel like an underdog like you know like when when you had like the giants who made it to the super bowl they were really underdogs and you know no one really expected them to win but this is actually an underdog that you're saying well you know one what were they pass. Four, four and 12 last yeah, year yeah. four and 12 so, they so had the number one overall pick three years yeah. ago like that's so if you wild. look at the turnaround here i'm definitely with you guys um like you said, I'm pulling more for the Rams for Odell. I'm always going to root for the justified like asshole, you know, that person who, you know, to the, the world. Justified. You know, I think I think you I, you see yourself in, I, I, I in see it myself. Also. I see it, you know, because somewhere <laughs> if if the Rams win, Odell pop, Odell He going to run Oh, to, oh, it's over. Uh, it's over. I'm going to be somewhere at a party and Odell's going to be there like that. He's going yeah, to be doing yeah. a world tour. I'm being in LA. I'll I, you that. That's what I'm saying. He's going, you're not going to be able to and stop him. And the Rams are at home. I didn't yeah, even realize yeah, that. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's the yeah. second year in a row that the, yeah, that this happened. Tampa Bay. Yeah, yep. But on the Odell tip, I would liken Odell's aftermath. If they win a Super Bowl oh, to JR, yeah. like him shirtless oh, for yeah. a week straight, like, I without just see Odell just on some crazy. I can definitely see that. I can without see that. I can see without that. a doubt. So, okay. So, that sounds good. So, listeners, we'll see how this actually turns out when this drops. But hopefully, we all are kind of on the same accord. Either way, I don't think any of us are really losing because ultimately, we're saying that we really don't care who wins. But, you know, ultimately, Rams. You know, that's one, too. I think this is the, yeah. the first. No, nah, maybe not the first. But one of the few times in a while where, like, I really don't. There's not one team in the gym where I'm like, yo, I do not want them to win. Right. Like, yeah, I hate right. the Patriots. I know Peso, you're a Patriots fan. Right. But every time the pass was in the gym, I'm like, yo, I do I not want them to win. Mm-hmm. This time I'm like, I don't I don't really care. I just hope it's a good football game. And that's what I think too. I, I'm hoping for a good football game. But yeah, we'll see. It's actually, it's funny. I actually wanted to bring up this point and we didn't even talk about this before. It's Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fellas, oh. are y'all doing... Oh, I celebrate. Are we watching football? I, or are we with I, the oh, ladies? Come on. Or are our ladies listen. with us watching football? Listen, I didn't think about that. I, I got or are smart. the kids with us watching oh, football? Oh, I was smart about this. My lady had had mentioned earlier, by, by a month ago, about some plans for Valentine's Day. And I said, yeah, I don't care. You know, as long as... It's now Super Bowl Sunday, and she said, oh, no, 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 it's probably not going to be, and it got a little bit closer. I had to just recheck in again and be like, you know, make sure. And she was like, ah, it actually is on Sunday. I said, oh, well, that sounds like we're celebrating Valentine's Day a week early then because <laughs> that's not yeah. happening. Like, you know, we're going to have to figure this out. So yeah. I have already sound- your celebrated. Your Valentine's Day is I'm done. Happened. I'm good. Okay, beautiful. so you're good. I'm good. I'm done. Not I. So, okay. you know, it's interesting because when I think about it, in years past, 
obviously the NFL added the extra games this year. So the Super Bowl is delayed, right? The Super mm-hmm. Bowl is normally the first week of February. Right. But typically, Valentine's Day always falls the same weekend as NBA All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. And my NBA All-Star Weekend has been chalked, if I'm being honest, for probably like the past, I don't know, like four or five years, yeah. just because mm-hmm. it's been like, eh, NBA All-Star Weekend, right. Slam Dunk is eh, three-point contest is eh. Yeah, that's So like, I have had to sacrifice, and I love basketball. I love being able to sit down and watch it. But I've sacrificed NBA All Star Weekend for the past couple of years. This year, NBA All Star Weekend I think is next weekend. Yeah. Yes, and the Super Bowl falls two great weekends in a row. Yeah. Yeah, so two great weekends. In short, my response really quick is Valentine's Day is on Monday. Mm-hmm. Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Is yes. not going to have any. Yeah, no. There's nothing on Sunday related <laughs> to happening. Valentine's Day. Not yeah, actually, it's not. It's actually Monday. But yeah. I, babe, yeah. I love you. You know, I love you to death. But yeah. super, the Super Bowl yeah. is on Sunday. Like, yeah. come on. Me and my lady actually have something planned on Saturday, which is perfect. No perfect. kids. Perfect. Beautiful. Grandparents are taking the kids. Thank God, I secured that with the bag tonight. Yeah. With my mother. So yeah. beautiful. Uh, yeah. Me and my lady will be having a great, great uh, Saturday. I got some. She won't actually hear this because so afterwards. But I got some fun things planned for Saturday. Good. Good. Again. Again, like we all know, with children, it's hard to yeah. spend time yeah, with yeah. your significant other. But yeah. again, I secured some things. We got the kids being washed, and I'm gonna do something nice for my lady. Again, she gets this 365. Again, yeah. flowers don't yeah. just come on Valentine's oh, yeah. Day. Talk but to him. Come on. Again, and, and I'm in fact, here we go. I'm gonna kick some game to y'all, young boys. Hmm. <laughs> I'm keeping it real with y'all, fellas. What you got for him? Don't let Valentine's Day be the only day you buy flowers. Oh, mm-hmm. don't do it. This mm-hmm. is this is on some grown shit, yo. Mm. Buy flowers. Love on your lady. Show her appreciation. I even kick some games. So you go online, look up love languages, bro. Mm. Find out what your lady's mm. love language is. Love on your lady. It's just, I'm well, just leave it there. Listen, one of my homies told me a long time ago. He said, listen, I don't understand why dudes don't buy their ladies flowers more often. I, he was just like, I don't know why you don't buy flowers for your, for your lady more often. Because, you know, you figure it. You can go to a grocery store. Grocery stores sell beer now. Stop by, treat yourself yeah. to some, right. a six pack. Right, you already there. Grab you a little, you know what I mean? Little flowers, little six pack. It don't got to be twelve roses. It can yeah. be Listen. six roses. It Listen. can be a flower. Do the little mix, the little mixed floral. Right. Get that mixed floral arrangement. I'm telling you, like that's the smartest thing to do. Like a lot of a lot of niggas be missing out on a lot of good opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Another another John, simple fellas, women love quality time and they love you taking. The time to show them that you want to spend time with them, that you care about them. You go to the market, right? You go get some fresh strawberries, some apples, some mm. bananas. Mm. Chop them joints up. Talk about it, brother. In the market, in the fruit section during Valentine's Day, explicitly they sell as a little circular container of chocolate. You pop the chocolate in the microwave, melt it, take it out every 30 seconds or every 15 seconds, just stir the joint. Then y'all can dip the fruit. You put it in the refrigerator for a little bit. You can do a little something, something extra with the chocolate that's left over. Y'all see why niggas is dads, right? Listen, Just saying. These kids a, ain't come from nowhere. And I'm going to tell you this. Talk to your mom. Talk to your pop. Find a babysitter. Oh, man. And nothing will ruin, ruin a mood more than a baby crying, waking up, <laughs> especially when you ate some yams. I'm just throwing it out there, Dad. So I'm just keeping it real with y'all. Well, your lady ain't trying to hear that shit neither. Apparently, though, Corey, that may not be true for everybody because we got mm. some fellas in our in our friend circle that um they just keep having kids. They just keep adding to the to the clan out here. Listen, man. We again, we won't name names. Kids, but the kids that we got must <laughs> not be blocking the blessings. <laughs> People try, listen, I, I want somebody to catch up to me. I want somebody to catch what, up. What's your, what is it? Hold on. We got, we, we need to have an official drop for this because 
Corey has an official saying about you know yeah. him running, and I need him to share that with y'all because I I feel like we should say that every time we get one of these one you know because he's always he has this statement that he always says, and I just want someone to take him up on his offer one of these days. Listen, I'm just letting y'all know, I am winning a race that no one is trying to win. No I'm one. Just throwing it out there. No one. Four beautiful children that I love very much. No I will give the one. world from them. I will kill anyone for them. But if y'all want to catch up, I be re- my guest. I want somebody to be on four kids like me. I would love Ironically, it. Ironically, you really are Usain Bolt out here. Like, it's funny. You Jamaicans, y'all really be running races. He's a runner. He's a track star. <laughs> in, the, in the words of the great prophet future, I'm good, love. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> I'm good. But nah, like, you know, we ain't going to name no names, but to the, to the fellas. And we've said it before. We have a, a clan of... Um, Great fathers. Great fathers, mm. you know, and obviously dudes or our friends that weren't fathers, we've go we go back ten plus years at this point. So we all came into fatherhood yes. together and Corey said, right, he got four beautiful boys. Um, you know, we got other homies that have two. Some of them are moving on to three. I have two. Jordan Peso, you currently have one. Uh but then we got, you know, recently like a week ago, we had another homie. Shout out to you. Yes. Uh who, you know, him and his wife revealed that they're having their second. Um, and allow me to say this. Terrible. Terrible idea. <laughs> That's, yo, Terrible idea. To, again, Terrible. And, and I Terrible. was out there because I got to give him a heads up for this because he didn't, he tried to warn me on this because I've never experienced this. The two under two. Oh my God. I got two under three. Yeah. Two now, under yeah. two is a real thing. So to who out there, you about to add this to? Be ready, bro. Is <laughs> It's about to get real. I'm just throwing it out there. We God. should start. You know how like um they have these uh like um like mystery boxes that show up like at your house every month or whatever. We should start like daddy boxes like Ooh. for like things like this. I might like, have to. We might got to cut packages. the podcast off. Yeah. <laughs> we got to cut the this million is dollar idea. idea. Yeah, you can't yeah, be sharing fact, this on the cut podcast. This off. This cut. didn't happen. <laughs> nope. It's over. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Because uh, I feel like, you know, sometimes dad needs care packages. And once again, not to, you know, obviously it's three men on this podcast, but obviously we understand, respect, love our women in our lives. But, you know, y'all have your own small little circle that, yes. you know, protects and looks over y'all. So I just need to do the same thing for me and mine. And, you know, sometimes the dads get overlooked and I, like I just that. feel like. You know, maybe just once a month we just send out like a little six pack, you know, something, you know, a chicken wing platter. You know, we're simple. We're simple. You know what? Now is actually a perfect time for us to go to our first sponsor of the day. Um, I'm lying. It's not really a sponsor, (laughs) but this is a plug for sponsorship. We've said it in previous episodes. If you're interested in being a sponsor for the podcast. But the reason why I bring that up right now is y'all got my wheels churning around. Like you said, like care packages for dads, care packages for moms. Mm -hmm. There's so many people out here. You may be listening. You have your own business. Maybe you're a mobile bartender. Mm. Um, Maybe you're a motivational speaker. Mm. Um, Maybe you... Whatever, whoever, you host Mm. things. Maybe you make floral arrangements, Mm. right? Wouldn't it be great if you came together with other members of that I just named, right? Mm -hmm. And the care package includes, uh, bro, I got a motivational quote for you because you're going to be pretty miserable a lot of times. Not getting no sleep. So I got something for you. I got you. And in hand with the quote, right? The hell with your quote, Mr. I am. How about (laughs) a bottle of bourbon? I got a mixed beverage for you. I got a mixed beverage for you. Listen, I got you. So Um, if you're out there and you have a product that would go well in a care package, mm. reach out. Reach out to the podcast. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at 
drawing ass dads, mm-hmm. uh, shoot us a DM and yeah. we would be more than happy to work with you. But I really do think that's a that might be a million dollar idea. Because I think that's great. I think a, that's really great, and people will pay for that. Yeah, a Valentine's Day care package. Yeah, right. That, that's Listen, that's easy enough. See, some maybe 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 you specialize. Remember uh, our our sponsor from was it the second episode? Mm-hmm. Right, maybe you specialize in medicinal types of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got Whoa. I don't know maybe a, some kind of cup. Yeah, that Listen. uh. <laughs> Lift you, you up to a cloud yeah, yeah, or something. I, I, don't, you know, I don't know. Might have to put in some calls. A grinder I, or two. <laughs> these, are, these are just some thoughts. But nah, for real. Back back to the to the convo. Let's go around the horn really quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, we said it's been a couple of weeks. What's up with the kids? How's how's life? How the kids doing? What's new in the world of, of dad? Ooh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll jump in really quickly. Um, so the world of my little man little poppy um i'm going to say you know he is getting in his back molars um <laughs> which you know when kids are like originally teething like when they're younger you know you kind of push through it and you muscle through it and you pretty much think it's over you know same thing with like you know their sleeping pattern but the thing that i'm learning with children is is that once you think you're out of the woods they just bring you right back in like um, parents, if you're going through this now where you think you got your kids down to a sleep schedule, maybe you're at like six months, seven months, and you're like, yes, I finally got them on one. Yeah, I'm going to let you know that they're going to regress real soon. So don't 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 be too happy. It's going to start all over again. Same thing with the, with the teeth. I thought I was out of the woods. You know, we were good. Didn't have to worry about it till I took little man to the dentist mm. um, last week or two weeks ago. Um, we actually were slacking on getting them there and, you know, luckily no cavities, nothing like that. And then the, uh, the dentist goes, has he been moody recently? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, my child is, is moody. Um, she was like, no, well, you know, his back molars look like they're starting to, you know, come in. So, you know, just be aware of that. And I'm like, wait. That 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 ain't done yet. I, th- I thought I, I, I thought the teeth was done. What? Yeah. Huh? What? No. She's like, no, no, the back ones. They're starting to. I said, oh, that's why he. Okay, all right. So right now we're going through um the 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 baby teething all over again. So that's fun. So yeah. damn. No, I didn't even realize. Um, in Peso, I know you know Poppy and and Jace are similar in age. Yeah. I didn't even connect the dots. I thought that Jace's teeth was over until them jaws started falling out of his mouth um, and he started looking real crazy like but yeah you like that's a whole nother element of the, the moodiness yeah. i'm dealing with twofold so i'm really on this joint so far on the podcast i haven't really spent much time talking about baby girl but that's because i mean jovi is mm-hmm. she's she's six months right she she poops she pees she cries not much uh right. she started eating some some puree foods which is cool but she's also She's got her two front bottom teeth that have come through, and she's been super moody and super mm. drooly and all of that nonsense. And then Jason's just like, he's just an asshole. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For real. I'm and there. My man just turned three a couple weeks ago. All he wants to do is tell me what he doesn't want to do or yeah. ask why. Um, the other night, I almost laid hands. Like, <laughs> like, we see. And it was one of them joints where it was like, yo, like, Square up then, young boy. Like, <laughs> you really, like, you, what? Who's you talking to? But he's at the point where he's like, I don't want to go to bed. And my man going, the other night he was in his room, standing on the bed, and he was like, I am i don't want to, but I don't want to go to bed. It was like, my guy, like, this isn't like, it's not a conversation. I'm not asking not. you to go to bed. You're, you're going to bed. You're doing this. And he just kept with the, but I don't want to go to yeah. bed. Like, you know, come, listen. come get your son. <clears throat> 
because you might not have a son. You don't come get it. <laughs> I agree. Listen, I'm going to piggyback on that. I am, uh, everybody knows I'm going through potty training right now, but one thing with Xander as of late, uh, my three-year-old, is the talking back. Oh. But, and it's funny because, like, I can be honest and say I've, I've not been more disrespected by anyone in my life more than my three-year-old. Maybe my older kids, whatever. But it's more so like, uh, me and Ismo talking earlier, our kids love Paul, um, oh my God, PJ, PJ Max. Yeah. And my son, I'll tell him, like, yo, it's time for bed. Let's go to bed. And he yells at me, and this is a catastrophe. And I'm like, <laughs> you can't spell catastrophe. You don't even know what catastrophe is. Like, And I get, like, another thing he says back to me now. is like, this, that's not fair. Yep. Mm. And I'm like, who are you? Like, who, what, what do you mean mm. it's not fair that you have to go to bed? It's not fair that I have to deal with your bullshit. Like, <laughs> right. And um, I get that, not fair. It's a catastrophe. And oh man! Oh. And then I get the other thing is, children are smart. They start to realize you're saying bad words, and I'll be like, I'll tell like one of the kids, like, "Yo, shut up, be quiet." And I'm like, "That's not nice, Daddy. Don't say shut up. Don't tell me to shut up." And I'm like, "Well, I wasn't talking to you, but so again, that's my new thing now. Talking back is my new thing. So yeah. again, life is life is green, but these kids are testing us again. Our toddlers right now. Yeah, man, fun. like." I don't know what to do. I really I just, don't. I just thought about it because since we're talking about all these segments and things like that, get more interactive and, you know, get people out there. I just thought about it. We're going to start putting up, I don't know how consistently on the Instagram, but we're going to put up something where you can submit anonymously. You know, they have the little polls thing where you can just tell us about your kids and, you know, that could be for whatever. And you can share your story because I know a lot of times we come on here and we might, you know, bitch and moan about our kids, but at the end of the day, we obviously love them, but we just need to just get it off our chest. (laughs) It's like a little, so, you know, listeners, anyone who's out there, you know, we'll start putting up some random like polls out there. You know, you're, you will be protected. We won't come on here and say, you know, this person is going through this right now, but sometimes you just want to get it off your chest. So feel free once we drop some of those to go ahead and comment, tell us about what your kids are doing right now. Just so we can get perspective. Because for all we know, you know, we can have, you know, three little assholes and the rest of the children in the world are perfect angels. And we're just the ones going through it. <laughs> I highly doubt it. But, you highly know, doubt it. let's just all kind of bond together on how much our kids are just, you know. Ugh. But, you know, that's another segment we'll just kind of throw in there. It's always fun to talk shit on your kids. Yeah. For real. But, nah, that's that's around the horn. Uh, always mm-hmm. good to hear about the what's going on in, in the dad's lives with their youngest. But let's keep it rolling. Let's go into our first topic um and i think again shout out to Corey. i think this is your topic it was um this is the oh, second, was. Okay. second week in a row that you've come up with like the meat and potatoes topic for the john um and the question that we're going to discuss or talk about this week is kind of comparing the two like is it easier to be a father or is it easier to be a husband um and just thoughts around like balance obviously balancing the two but like which comes more naturally and what do you I guess have to spend more time kind of working on I mean and it, it's funny because I uh I brought this up because again um I have a blended family and again um I have a child with someone else and I um my spouse also excuse me, excuse me not spouse fiance mm. yeah, so talk. Out, fiance yeah, has a uh, child with someone else as well too and it comes down to that point where um for me personally I think about it a lot of times you think about being a father, um, even being a mother. A lot of people say it will come natural. But to be honest with you, 
Um, I mean, if you think about it, you don't have a choice whether you become a father or a mother once that time comes. The baby's coming. The baby ain't stopping coming. You're going to be a father. You're going to be a mother. <laughs> right. But you have a choice whether or not you love your spouse or you're going to spend the rest of your life with your spouse. Mm-hmm. So it was a topic I thought about, and I brought it to the fellas as well, too, is, I mean, in the sense of being easy or not easy, is it easier being a father to your children, taking care of your children, being their provider, the things we define fathers as, or is it easier being a spouse, loving your spouse, spending time, being a partner, um, being a confidant, loving on your spouse, again, being intimate with your spouse. Um, again, what what is easier to y'all? And I'll let y'all start off and I'll end it up. I think, uh, you know, when you brought up this topic, I think the two things that kind of, I think it goes to character traits, right? So I think for you to, uh, you know, it's easier to be a, a husband, obviously, you know, you guys are on that. I'm on that same path as well. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to speak into what I, I see all of my my homies around mm-hmm. me do. But I'm going to say just partner in general for, for me specifically is, is that I think for both of the things in which we're talking about, we're really talking about patience, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. in both of those, it's understanding. So there's different levels of patience, right? So, you know, like you just talked about of having a partner is, is that, you know, that's another adult human being that, you know, you're looking at as someone who is logically sound, just like yourself. You know, if I say A, you should understand that it's B. And if I say one, you should understand two, three. You know what I mean? So having that level of patience where it goes, okay, you should be able to understand me and I should be able to speak with you in a way in which, you know, it's easy for us to have dialogue, understand each other. But I say all that to say is obviously there's that flip side. Sometimes we obviously do not connect or sometimes we have misfires and you have to exercise that patience to understand that, you know what, you're not hearing me right now, but I need to revisit this and try to word it a little bit differently so that you can hear me. Okay. So that's that patience of really like understanding that sometimes when you're getting your point of view, you have to take a step back and really understand that you're speaking from your perspective, but you have to understand the other person's perspective and having patience in order to understand that. Um, I think with the child, it's which I think a lot of where that deadbeat dad or even where that, you know, kind of cold parent comes from is that they don't have that patience for someone who's not going to be able to speak back to them, who's going to be able to tell them how they feel, who's not going to be able to tell them, you know, my diaper is wet or like, I'm just angry because my teeth is coming in. It's just that undying just love that you have to have for someone knowing that you're going to have to have patience for them because they're not going to be able to properly express themselves and they're just going to be angry and you're just going to have to love them and kind of go from there. So, I mean, I think the easier answer for most may be that, you know, you're looking, the easier answer is probably to be with a partner is a little bit easier um, because at the end of the day, I can cuss my lady out. You know what? Blah, blah, blah. Blank you, blank you, F you, <laughs> da, 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 you, you uh, blah, 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 go from there. And we can be angry and not talk to each other for five days. It would be cool. But it's harder, I would think, or personally, I would say for me is it would be harder for for you to be a father because you're stepping into something knowing that one, as bad as it sounds, you know, 
someone is relying on you, but you can disappear. It's like, oh, well, you know, leaving with the mom or leaving with the grandkids and I'm just going to be absentee dad. Or you know what? I don't need to give that child that same level of love and attention because who cares? He can't speak up for himself or she can't speak up for himself. So maybe I don't say I love you to you all the time. It's practice patience of understanding that at the end of the day, you're feeding into someone who doesn't necessarily understand what they're, what you're feeding them. And you have to do it because you're doing it with the intention of saying, you know what, if I tell my, my son every night, I love you, that eventually when he gets older, he'll know, or he just understands that every night I put him to bed and I said, I love you. Most parents don't, you know, I'm not going to say most parents, but some people don't do that because they say, oh, what is the purpose of that? Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah it's good, the, man. I like that. I like that. Go ahead. It's a, it's a really good uh, topic in the first place. So CJ, shout out to you for bringing this up. Um, after the first thing I would say is it's important to recognize and, and emphasize, I guess, is like they're both hard as mm-hmm. hell. Yeah, right? Like they're both incredibly <laughs> difficult. Um, and I'm getting ready to probably waffle and not have a definitive answer because I was sitting <laughs> here just listening to you, Peso, and I'm like, I agree with you. And then I'm like, ah, but what about this? No, I agree with you. Yeah, and I just keep going back and forth. And I think, I think where I land the plane is like, at the end of the day, no matter what I do, right? Like, even if I left today, my son and my daughter are always going to love me, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're always going to adore me. They're yeah. always going to, like, yeah. look up to me because I'm their father, regardless of what I do. Yeah. While my relationship with my wife, like, requires me to be intentional about showing mm-hmm. her and working with her to be like, I want us to grow. I want us to build. Right. So my initial thought was like, eh, it's easier to be a father than it is to be a, a husband. But then when I think about it, it's like, mm, when you consider the kids, it might actually be harder to be a husband because like you were saying, as it relates to like everything that I do is to try to set an example for the kids. So my ability to work hard at being a good husband and showing my kids what a healthy relationship looks like is the ultimate goal so that 15, 20, 25 years from now, they can have a great example of what a healthy relationship looks like. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, maybe it's actually harder to be a good spouse because there's so much more at stake, right? There's a relationship with Mm. your significant other. And then there's also the implications of what is the effect that this example is going to have on the kids that they saw. So it's, it's deep, man. That's a really, really good topic, CJ. So Peso, I want to say thank you because you opened my eyes to something that I didn't think about more so in the sense of dealing with someone. Again, we talk about our toddlers. That's sane. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 and I've seen Instagram posts about this things wait, 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 I mean, I think you have to actually be just a very, very just terrible person if you just don't like a baby. There's this <laughs> yeah, innocent, beautiful crazy. thing. Yeah. Yeah. There is. Uh, most of them are kind of ugly though when you get mm. down. Well, to first, it. right out the right out the gate, yeah, <laughs> yeah, babies right are ugly. Gate, <laughs> I'm sorry, you, but nah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, you think about this natural thing about it, like I'm supposed to love this baby. They're technically mine, mm-hmm. right? And and again, something 
obviously that y'all don't have to deal with. Like obviously me and my spouse, my fiance have other people that we had children with and we were in an intimate moment and also had children with, I mean, you think about it, you technically at that point when you made this child or when the child was born, you love that person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was easier from my standpoint, it was easier to be a father because this child came into the world is mine belongs to me is a part of me. I remember mentioning on a previous podcast, like this is a little you, how do you Mm, not love uh, an extension of yourself? And it's harder to be a spouse because to me, one thing I've learned in life, um, talking with people in my own personal experience, you cannot force a woman. And and I'm talking about guys now. You can't force a woman to love you. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. You can't. And again, you can't even force your love onto another person if you really don't feel that way. Like they, they, I mean, fellas, they got intuition, bro. They know if you love them or not. Just keep it real with you. Just real shit. And um, to me, it was like, I thought it was easier being a father because this little person belongs to me. They're an extension of myself. And it's almost my duty in life to take care of this child because they're mine and I yeah. created this child. Yeah. I have to pre, uh, protect my creation in a sense. And uh, it's funny that Instagram post, I think Ismo, you posted it about, um, have you created your own people? Yeah. I've created my own people. <laughs> and I'm their yeah. leader. Yeah. And like, naturally too, your children technically like, look up to you like again my it's funny I, I go back and forth with my fiance about who's harder on my three-year-old my toddler uh xander and a lot of times i say i'm harder but i'd say this, i'm his favorite to be honest with you. that's a topic for another day too who's <laughs> which parent is your child's favorite i'm xander's favorite and um but to be real like i mean i think he naturally just loves me back he loves his mother and i love him naturally but again depending on things i've do or dumb shit I do again my relationship may, may or may not work I've been in that predicament right. already right. with my first child's mom again we started off really really good but again me being a dickhead and a narcissist back in the day it didn't work thank god I found the beautiful woman and my fiance and we're together now but I mean I personally again feel as though it's easier to be a father because again this is my creation this is my person that I'm obligated and I have a duty to take care of versus this person I can't force to stay with me. I can't mm-hmm. force them to love me back. God forbid they meet. I mean, again, we've seen posts about this. Say she got a work husband. That's her guy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he just loving her better than I am. <laughs> bro, if she want to love that guy more than you, it is what it is, right? You got to take them on the chin. So again, that that's my perspective. And that's where I came from this uh, topic with, like I said, naturally my children, again, it's cliche to say, when you first see them, and, and for people listening, if you're a father or you're a mother, when you first see that child, it is something in person in me that changes in you that, like, yo, that's my kid. Like, mm-hmm. that's little me. And especially when you start to watch them grow up. Again, y'all don't have older children, 12, and I have 12 and 10. To watch these children grow, and again, my oldest, my 12-year-old son, uh, Connor, is my height. It's like... I remember when you weren't even up to my hip and yeah. now you weren't just mm-hmm. as tall as me at 12. It's like dog. Like again, it's, it's in an, you, you get enamored with your children and you love your children. But again, I, I just, I, and me personally, I feel as it was easier with the children versus the spouse. It's good, man. I, I th- again, like that's a really, I think difficult question to answer, which makes it a great topic for discussion. Um, and it does, it just makes you kind of assess like, obviously your relationships and situations. And when you go back to what we talked about with like the, the reason why behind this podcast is of course, there's a lot of 
guys out here that are having a hard time with owning or stepping in and embracing the full responsibility of being a father as well as, you know, as difficult as it is to embrace the idea of sticking with your significant Mm. other for a really long time. Like it's so much easier in life to just say, yo, this is hard. So I'm out. Yeah. As opposed to being like, yo, this is hard, but I'm going to lean in because I want this thing to work. You know what I mean? So with kids, it's like, and again, I said it earlier where it's like, Regardless of what I do, I think about Jace right now, where, like, I'll snap on him or I'll pop him. I have to pop him, and I feel bad immediately, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and then, like, it's funny. It often happens around bedtime right now because I'm snapping on him, like, go to bed. He's like, I don't want to go to bed! And then I pop him, and then he's crying and yelling, Mm -hmm. and then he's getting ready to go to bed, and I'm like, fuck, damn. I love you, right? And it's kind of like a temperature gauge, like, I love you, son. Every single time, without hesitation, without hesitation, right? He's like, I love you back. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. never like, nah, nigga, you just pop me. Like, I don't love you. <laughs> right. It's, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, in that sense, it feels like, regard- and it, regardless of what you do, right? Like, your kid is always going to love you. And that's for better or for worse. There's so many people out here that are unfortunately doing terrible things yeah. to their children. And that's the nature of a child. A child is always going to love their father or always going to love their mother while it's not necessarily the same way. Like, if I walk in the crib and slap my wife, yeah. right? Yeah, and then be done. like, yeah. I love you. Yeah. And it's funny. Yeah, you're not getting I want to touch response. on something that we, didn't, we, didn't, we actually didn't touch on, too. <laughs> Think about this, too, in the sense of what it's easier or not being a father and being a spouse. And again, certain spouses are this way, too. Think about what you can control. Mm. <clears throat> some, some men feel as though, I personally feel as though I can only control my lady up to a certain point. Oh, I can influence her up right. to a certain right. point. Right. Yeah. But my children, you I have complete control over oh, them. Complete. I can yeah. make you do things. I can make yeah. you go to bed. I can make yeah. you eat this food in a sense. Yeah. I mean, I can make you go to school. I can yeah. make yeah. you do these things. Some men, again, some abusive men can, but, yeah, but I yeah, feel like a real good guys can't. Yeah. You can't make your lady do yeah. nothing yeah. she don't want to do. And vice versa, she yeah. can't make you do nothing you don't want to do. That you right. don't want to do. So in that sense of control we think about too. It's easier to control a child than it is to not to control your, your spouse. So Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Let's I kind of take this and I guess segue it into our kind of final topic yeah he can't control his lady yeah i was about to say talking about control you know what um you know what i'll take this let let me see if i i I used to be the transition king uh when uh every time every time i used to be good so i'm going to have to work my way back into it so listeners i'm sorry i'm not on my a game just yet i'm still trying to get into motions of doing podcasts again and get my transition topics but um speaking of uh, not being able to control your lady and trying to be in your kids' lives, um, if you would have to be under a rock right now to not see the ongoing drama that's happening with uh, Kim Ye or um, Yeezus and Kim Kardashian uh, or whatever other names they may go by. Uh, but if you're currently paying attention to the current um, you know, news and Instagram and anywhere else where you may see um, right now, Kanye is in the news along with Kim K for their very, 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 very 
public divorce that they're going through just, right now. It's messy. Um, mm. Man, listen, very messy. But it, it gives you the next point where you kind of go and you say, you know, where are, how do you handle as far as if we do, we just talked about, you know, being in your kids' lives and, you know, being a spouse, a partner, whatever, but we're talking about the happy times, right? Um, right now, we're kind of seeing in the news of the not-so-happy times, scary the messy hours. times. Yeah, the scary hours, you know. Oh, that's crazy. The, the Drake reference with Kanye, mm. but whatever, yeah. It's very scary hours. Um, of The flip side of what we were just talking about of, you know, unfortunately, if you ever do come to that part where you are no longer with your partner and you do have children with them, you know, how what does that life look like or how do you handle that in regards to, you know, moving forward. And, you know, like I said, we're seeing it right now where obviously these are celebrities we're talking about. So that's on a very heightened level. But, you know, if anyone, you know, and listeners, this goes out to you, if you're in that type of scenario, definitely share your story about where it's come from. But of where do you go from or how do you handle co-parenting or being in your children's lives, um, you know, or even if you don't even have something go through in that scenario of just looking at how it's being handled by someone very publicly, like I said, of Kanye and Kim, of do you agree, not agree? You know, where do you kind of go from there? I mean, and again, <clears throat> this was a topic we talked about. I mean, and again, we this is a dad podcast, so this is towards the dads. Mm-hmm. How do you handle another man being around your child and your lady <clears throat> and your ex? I mean, it is a... Again, we have a mutual friend who sometimes men deal with toxic relationships just off the, dare I say selfishness, Hmm. of not wanting another man around a child. And again, you decide not to be with your lady. We just talked about it again. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm a a stepfather as well. My spouse is a stepmom. How do you handle another man being around your child? And would you deal with a terrible relationship? Just to secure the fact that this man won't be a regular kid. Like Kanye got this guy. What's his name? Pete. Uh, Pete. Yeah, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. <clears throat> tell you what you do. You you buy a house across the street. <laughs> that's what you and, do. And first off, that's yo. I, again, y'all just told me about this. That's petty. Oh, like, you gotta love just, Ye. You gotta love him, man. God, so petty. But I mean, <laughs> again, this. Again, I'm gonna talk to y'all from experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The OG. It, we yield to the OG. It takes maturity. Mm. Fair. I'm going to be honest with you because you want to be the apple of your children's eye. Mm-hmm. Again, you always want to be, you think about it. And again, in, in the sense of being a spouse and a family, it's usually one mom, one dad, mm-hmm. and it's the children. It is very tough for your child to be enamored with another man. That's not his father. Mm-hmm. I, it's a, it's a personal blow. And I'm going to be honest with you. It, it takes some, it takes a lot of maturity. My feelings is hurt right Fair. now, and I'm not even like <laughs> listen, remotely close. I, w- to that I want to be very, very honest about it, and it took me, um, it took me a long time to realize this. That to be honest with you, is the best thing for the kid, especially if you're not with that person. And let's be real. Again, I have a stepson that I'm in love with. I love mm-hmm. Connor to death. I treat him as my own. And again, a lot of times too, you don't work with that other parent. And again, mm-hmm. you don't want nobody to be like, to technically call your child call somebody else's dad. Right. I mean, think yeah. about y'all. Yeah. Ismail, you're married. Peso, you're with your mm-hmm. your spouse as well too. Imagine somebody come in 
Or matter of fact, excuse me, imagine Logan or Jace coming into your house and saying, Oh yeah, well I was at I was at my dad this weekend. And it's like, well, that that this is my this is my off weekend. I was at Bets River. Right. You mean your your mom's boyfriend? Like Right. And it it takes a mature way of thinking. I'm gonna be honest with our listeners and with y'all. I did not always feel this way. Yeah. Oh, fair. I have a few friends who deal with their child's mom still just through the fact to keep them away from another man. And it's it's a selfish way of thinking. And again, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. This isn't a fact. But it takes a real man to take care of someone else's child as well, too, and accept somebody else's child. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot of maturity. It does. And with my oldest son, my own AJ, my 10-year-old, again... His mother has a significant other who treats my son very, very well. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, the fear, too. You're scared to death that, God forbid, this motherfucker don't treat my kid yeah, right. Like, right. I, like again, we talk about all the time. We kill for our kids. And especially men, again, and uh, you, Ismail, you have this. I don't have this. And Peso doesn't have this. I don't have a daughter. Mm-hmm. And, again, we want to protect our sons as well, too. But the dichotomy it's, it's in the different. world is yeah. different when it's you have different. a daughter and there's another man in the yeah. house again it's just yeah. real right oh, yeah. and you want to protect your children and you can't it's a tough pill not always being there but for me personally it takes a lot of maturity but it's one of the best things for the child number one I mean for a fro kid not with you you got like four Christmases you got your mom's Christmas <laughs> you got my Christmas you got my parents Christmas you got the mom's parents Christmas AJ you had a very good Christmas yeah, I love you son if you listen you had a very good Christmas you're living. But, Again, it takes a lot of maturity, but I mean, again, Kanye, we're talking about the topic, current event, Kanye's taking it very, very hard. This kid, Pete Davidson's around his kids, and he probably having a very rough time not being the loudest male voice in the room. And again, personally, me, personally, I don't know Kanye, I never met Kanye, but bruh, you're not with your lady, she deserves whatever happened that she wants to have, and she deserves to have another man in her life. I hope that he pray. I pray the guy treats the kids right, but again, it takes a lot of maturity. So well, I, yeah, and I, again, like I, I'm be honest, I don't really have a take here. I, I don't, you know, I yield yeah, to OG, fair. but I'm just thinking about it through the lens of like a Kanye. And I guess my my question would be like, what about if you think that the dude? So in this case, if Kanye thinks that Pete Davidson is a fucking clown. You know so, what I mean? Like, I you actually, don't want, like... I actually... You know what? That's a that's another... A, a good segue, actually, because, you know, sharing personal experiences. So, currently, right Kanye's now... a clown, too, yeah, for the record. Right. <laughs> Either way. Um, but talking about previous... In a previous relationship, um, I... Uh, the girl that I was dating, she had a young son, obviously, with someone else, right? And it's so funny just hearing Corey talk about his situation of both sides of him taking in um, someone, you know, someone else's child and treating him like it's his own. And as well as his son um, with, you know, his baby mother and and her significant other, him taking, you know, his son in and, you know, them loving on him. It's perfect. You know, to be completely honest, that rarely probably ever happens to be completely honest where, you know, both of the new we'll say partners are actually good people for the the kids lives. Right. Um, So, you know, praises to your situation um so in my situation where it was obviously i didn't have any kids that i was bringing into a relationship she just had the one child this nigga was crazy as cat shit yeah i remember um you know so much so where so i could just laugh. give 
a quick like bullet point to it where you know obviously as a man and as now a man who has a child i get it that you're going to be probably overly protective of another man being around your child great yeah, of course. because you don't know who he is you're thinking that there's not going to be anyone better than me you know this person could be you know the worst person in the world and that's why i need to make sure and protect them x y and z but 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 this is where my particular situation was a little bit different because usually if you think I'm going to be the worst person in the world around your child, but in all actuality, you are actually the worst person around your child. There's some deadbeat dads out there. There's where the problem kind of fell in is that I was actually, and by no means, I'm not just saying this because it's just me, but I actually was a better father figure for his child than he was because he was in a gang he shot up his baby mom car. Uh, he didn't pay any type of, you know, child support in and out of jail. God damn. Made threats against me. My niggas was going to have to do what they had to do. No, like, to totally. it, was a, to it was totally. a lot of things in which I was, I was fighting for love and for, you know, this child that wasn't mine. And like uh, CJ had mentioned just about, you know, um, you know, how he loves Connor. I definitely love young boy. Like, you know, he was my own. I never treated him any differently. Obviously, I didn't have mine. This was like my pseudo first child or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, treated him well, did all this other stuff. But ultimately, um, you he was know, a cool young boy, by the way. Right. And, you know, I bought him around everybody. Like, I and literally. You were a great dad. I'm not going to say stepdad. You were a great dad to I that kid. I literally yeah. treated him like he was my own. But ultimately, our relationship kind of fell by the wayside because even though I can be always, I can be to some extent the greatest that I can be. But when the other side isn't allowing me or doing things to not make it in a way in which I could be the best for your situation. Like I said, the other thing we always talk about is, is that, you know, having, whether you are going to be the better, you know, uh, whether you're going to be there for the child or X, Y, and Z, but yeah. also the partner has to communicate to the baby father, or the baby mother, like, Hey, listen, like you're still the father, but you also have to kind of take a back seat just a tad because yeah you're not my lover, you're not my boyfriend, you're not my husband anymore. Like, in some things, this new person will take up. And he wasn't able to do that. So, unfortunately, that's why our relationship fell to his side is because she wasn't able to manage him and he wasn't able to let go where he understood that, you know, at the end of the day, I was a better person, you know, to be around her, his son. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of times you got to see that. So, not saying I agree with Kanye or like his crazy kind of outtakes. At the end of the day, I actually, let me say this on, on record. I don't actually think anyone's crazy. So, I don't think Kanye's crazy <laughs> at all. But he may do some things in which are not the most sane things in the world. But <laughs> he also may be looking because I just want to see his perspective. Even though we might <clears throat> say that, you know, Kanye is crazy. Pete Davidson has had his run-ins with, you know, his mental, you know, wherewithal and things like that. So maybe, you know, Kanye feels a certain type of way. But at the end of the day, I think the key to any relationship is communication between the two, you know, whether it's the new dad, new mom, X, Y, and Z, and then making sure there's kind of outlined kind of boundaries and making sure, you know, the children understand, hey, this isn't dad, but, you know, this is second dad or, you know, something to that effect where lines don't get crossed. I want to touch on something. You were getting to it. I'm just going to finish mm -hmm. it for you. It is not about the parents. It's about the mm -hmm. child. 
That's I where I was going. Yep. A lot of people don't realize, especially, and again, I don't know who's listening right now. If you're in a, a predicament where your child mom has a, another guy or you're a female who has a child and your guy has another female, it is not about you. It is about what's best for the children. And a lot of times I think we 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 lose that because, again, we have feelings. Again, you feel right. like he cheated on me, he did me dirty, mm-hmm. I don't want him to be with that other bitch, that bitch should not right. Right, 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 right. Or, damn, that bitch, I can't stand her, she's a dirty bitch, mm-hmm. I don't want no hair no young boy, no other nigga around my kid or around my daughter, stuff like that. And I think, again, it takes a lot of maturity to realize that, again, what is best for the child? And again, especially if, in this situation too, and I'm, I'm lucky enough to have this, if that other gentleman is a good guy right. to your child, yeah. He's now not again, the enemy. you have to take a step back and you don't give a don't give a fuck about their relationship right. with your the child's mom. Right. At the quickest, it's not your job to get into that. But again, right. if they're good to your child, yeah. that's all you should care about. That's all you should care about. Yeah. That's all you should be worried about. And yeah. again, I think a lot of us need to have a little bit more maturity, male and female, where it's like, yo, guess what? They're good to my kid. They treat my kid right. Christmas is great. And my child, number one, and my son AJ said it to me. I feel safe with that person. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing, and I think that's like you said, Peso. That's all you can ask for. It, the only thing I'll I'll just add, and I'm kind of just reiterating what you just said, CJ, is like you said. The question is like, what's best for my child? And I think for people that are listening out there, like you said, you may be dealing with the situation. Your immediate response is, I'm sure it's well. I'm what's best for my kid, mm-hmm. right? And to an extent, you're right. So I want to validate your thoughts. Yeah. I want to validate your feelings. Of course you are. You're their mother. Or you're their father. That's great. However, I need you to think 10 years, 20 years, 25 years from now, like you, it's not the way life works, right? Like you are not going to forever be the only one that can care for or that can have a relationship or provide support to your kid. So put yourself, remove yourself from the equation because you're right. You are the best thing for your kid. Great. However, the question then becomes this other person, like Corey said, right? Like, are their intentions to be good to my kid? Are Mm -hmm. they trying to love? Are they trying to nurture? Are they trying to support your kid? And if the answer to that question is yes, I need you to step aside and and let it go and be okay. So it is what it is. Um, Great conversations, man. I I hope it's great. Great convo, 100%. Yeah. I hope that these these topics that we tackled tonight uh, were beneficial for somebody. Um, shout out to, to Kanye. I hope that you figure your life out. I wish that you would just take it off the gram, bro. Um, yeah, man. I mean, again, Kanye's going through a rough time right now. It's it's rough. And again, Kanye has his <laughs> own mental yeah. Yeah. dichotomy to deal with. I'm, I am forever <laughs> have been and will continue to be probably Kanye's biggest supporter and advocator. But over the past week or so on the gram, I'm just like, yo... Yo, yo, bro. I, I, and like, again, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I feel for him. Yeah. I understand where he's coming from. I get where it's it's a tough predicament. Again, it takes a very mature person. Not saying Kai's not mature in a sense, but he can you can be immature even when you're an adult. And for you to accept that, that's rough. And again, yeah. it's something in my family circle with my children we're still learning to do yeah and again like peso just mentioned him dealing with a child that's not his i mean it even that you know what let's talk about this for two seconds accepting a child that's not yours is tough as well too you didn't give birth to this child you didn't 
have part in creating creating this child. The child was kind of put on you. I'm not gonna lie to you. It takes a real man or real female to accept that person, especially if you feel like that person was the um, creation of something that was a detriment to you as well, too. So, oh yeah. Again, let's stop for another day. But yeah, Um, nah. But shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all. CJ Peso. Always for good conversation and good discussion. So I think just because I, I know I just wanted to put a nice bow in this because I think this would sound really nice. I think what we all were trying to get to or the point that we were trying to make is, is that you don't, no matter what situation you're put in, whether, you know, obviously naturally or adopted or whatever it may be, you can take on many forms as a dad. It's just all about are you going to be a good dad? Yeah. Mm. It yeah. comes back to that again. And if you're going to be a good dad or a drawing ass dad, they can yeah. be one and the same. Right. So, um, <laughs> two are not mutually exclusive. So, again, uh, Ismail always tests me with closing us out. What a Ross City occasion. I didn't even have to ask you to do it this time. Um, yo, best love to everyone. Thank you, number one, for listening to the Drawing Ass Dads podcast. We appreciate you all. Please repost, um, post, uh, comment, listen. And uh, we appreciate you all. Again, Drawing ass dads out there, you be great to your kids, love on your kids, um, mm. love on your spouses, and again, just be a great ass dad. Deadbeats, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Number it's one, it's not too late though, Deadbeats. It ain't too late. <laughs> always be. It's always time to be great. Peace <laughs> out. Drawing ass dads. <laughs>